everyone. And welcome back to the Fresh Slate Podcast. Where we discuss all things modern spirituality, personal development, positivity, and stuff. <laughs> We're so happy to be back. We had like a little break. So I'm Meg. I'm Tyrese. And today we have with us our good friend, Hannah. Hi. Hello. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll introduce you a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah sure. Hannah is a sophomore here at NAU mm-hmm. studying Bachelor of Arts yes. in music. Yay. Bubbly. Bubbly. Happy person. <laughs> Amazing. For the most part. Jennifer. She's a cancer woman. I am. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what are your signs? I'm a Capricorn Sun, Cancer Rising, Aquarius Moon. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I love to cry. I love to cry. A lot of cancers in my life. Mm. Do you have any cancer in your chart? My mom. There you oh, go. Yeah. There you mm-hmm. go. Yep. She has a lot of cancer, actually. I that sounds that. terrible. <laughs> she, in her chart, she does. In her chart. Yes. Yeah. Um, like two. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. she has like three or four. Whoa. Like, wow. So, um, why don't we, we haven't done this in a while. We're going to talk about our goals. Ooh. Ooh. So, yeah, to recap, back to our New Year's resolution. Oh, so, my biggest resolution was to work on intentional consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually going pretty well. I've, I'm reading a book right now. I've been journaling a lot more. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to watching a couple more TED Talks, you know. And I've mm-hmm. really been able to balance it out with, like, watching something for fun. Oh, and, you know, like... Which I really appreciate, which yeah, I didn't try to do before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I all, like that's what I tried when the first time when I did the first time I tried to watch mm-hmm. to learn and do everything to learn and have an educational aspect. Mm-hmm, right. Whereas now I'm like, okay, I can section it off a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's how mine are going. So I'm excited to see where the rest of the month of January and the rest of the year takes me. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I have some like career stuff, like you know, increasing my income and stuff, and just random stuff I want to do this year, but. One thing I will touch on because I'm actually like doing better on it than I thought I would is reading more. So I've already finished. I finished a book this week in four days, which oh, I don't wow. think I've done. Oh since right? like, yeah. I don't think I've done that since like seventh grade. Uh-huh. So Wait, you do like reading logs or whatever. No, oh, since my like God. AR. Like I haven't done oh, this since God. AR. Whoa. But anyways, so that makes me hopeful for this year. And also, it's like same thing as you, just like intentional consumption, because that way it's like I'm not wanting to do something else like go on instagram or something then mm-hmm. i have like something mm-hmm. to for my brain to do before i like go to bed or like when i wake up or stuff like that yeah, how's your so, screen time thing going it's been good because like when i was traveling my sister i wasn't on my phone because mm-hmm. it, i let it die because we only have one charger mm-hmm. oh. um and we had her work phone that her boss paid for her like data and text and everything so basically we were just sharing phone and we used her phone for pictures so long story short anyways i didn't like have access to like things that i would waste time Mm -hmm. you know like i wasn't logged into my social medias or like stuff like that so it was nice and so then now i feel like i'm less prone to that yeah you got to like so i'm less prone to like waste time because like i wasn't able to so then I don't know. It was kind of like that's a good, good like eighteen day cleanse. Yeah, for sure. yeah, that's awesome. You went to so, Spain, right? Yeah. It wow. was really, really amazing. So like a week in Barcelona and then we went like south, but uh, Oh, so then, now my goal for this week okay, perfect. um is to do better about managing my time. Because I'm a procrastinator, I have always yeah. been, and I am trying to I don't know if I'll ever beat it, but I'm trying to combat it a little bit. So I want to do better about managing my time. And when I do have that free time, you know, let's do your work 
at 4 p.m. when you have a break instead of trying to start it at 9 p.m. when you have something not to do at 11.59, you know? So I want to try and do a little bit better with that this week, especially with school starting. Yeah, to help your future self. That's what I was thinking of. Like, will she want to do that later, you know? Absolutely not. But does she want to do it now? No. No, Certainly not. But yeah, so that's my goal for this week. We'll see. I'll keep you updated on how that goes. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Um, so I kind of started this this week. That's why I'm just like extending it. I do this a lot, but it's just like I uh-huh. feel like some stuff takes longer than a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like developing morning routines and night routines because uh-huh. it wasn't really possible Ooh. in my van. And it was something that was really hard for me because a lot of the time I was just like organizing myself or just like what, you know, like I would want to turn off my light before it got too late and different stuff like that. So it kind of like inhibited my like progress in that way of having like a good routine that made me feel good all the time and like keep my mental health well. Mm-hmm. So this week I've just been working on like having a good like morning, keeping my yoga and meditation and journaling and everything like that consistent. Nice. And also reading is a lot yeah. of that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. no tech mm-hmm. morning and night. That's like probably one of the biggest ones because that's what like affects me the most uh, is just like not having that because then I'll get anxious if I like see an yeah. email or see yeah. a deadline mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay, for me, I think what I'm gonna focus on this week is definitely gonna be just like eating three meals a day. And that's, I know that's so one. yeah. Fair. Seriously, I know it seems arbitrary, but last semester I just did not take care of my body at all, and it just yeah. like didn't affect my mental health in a good way and it made me feel really like drained at the end of the day and stuff like that yeah so I just I want to like focus on actively paying attention to what I'm putting into my body and also making sure that I'm eating like on a healthy schedule yes Mm -hmm. yeah yes that's so important it's yeah it's funny because we worry about such like specific things like you know and like set goals and do whatever try to like do well in school but then it's like Go back to the basics, honey. Seriously. Like, Truly. There's like, some things that, like, you just aren't even thinking about. Yeah. Like eating, sleeping. Yeah, like, truly. And if you don't feel your body, then nothing else is going to come afterwards. So. Exactly. Yeah. You're yeah. like, why am I feeling so drained? And then it's like, oh, I don't well, like having you know, it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I ate a butter croissant at 9 a.m. I drank an iced coffee, <laughs> and then I yeah. ate it. You're, like, thinking back, and you're, like, calculating, like, oh, okay. Nice. Unintentionally. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, to start us off with today's topic, yeah. it is... Pretty deep. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about vulnerability. It's a tough one. In all it's, senses of the word. I yeah, think. it's so yeah. hard for, I think, people in this day and age because we're mm-hmm. so... We talked about this in Abby's episode. We talked about how we're mm-hmm. an individualist society. Exactly. And I think that causes us to put up a lot of walls, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. so it's so hard to truly be vulnerable with people that you care about, even oh, yeah. no matter how hard you try. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's also just like the sense of being out of your comfort zone in someone, like so many levels, like emotionally, mm-hmm. like you can physically be out of your comfort zone. Like we're all environmentally vulnerable yeah. right now. Oh, for sure. So that's right. a fun Fine. thing. Yeah. Why don't, actually, that's a really good idea. Why don't we define the word vulnerability? Oh, let's do that. And see like, just where that goes. I feel like it would be like the state or like the feeling of being in potential... Threat or potential threat is like a big word. But yeah, like potential but I do harm understand. or potential failure, mm-hmm. even. Yeah, I think you said yeah. it really well. The like the first time you said like being all okay with being uncomfortable, being yeah. in yeah, a state of uncomfortability. Yeah. 
Yeah. Discomfort. 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 We are so good at English. (laughs) Incredible. You should have seen me typing earlier, too. Oh, that was was a good time. Yeah. Why don't we go around and talk about our own struggles with vulnerability if you want, if that's the thing you do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can, I can go. You want to start? Yeah. Okay, go Yeah. I don't know. I was, like, thinking about it when you were defining it, and I feel like Uh just vulnerability for me is just the constant state and, like, threat of being known. (laughs) And like yeah. no oh for me. My God. Do you know what I mean? I just got the yeah, chills. <laughs> yeah, yes, me exactly. too. Literally. The threat like, of being known. Truly, and like being known for exactly who you are, and not even just being known by the world, Ugh. but being known like in your own self, yeah. and like accepting everything <gasps> oh that you gosh. are to yourself. Even within your own. No, truly, because yeah. that's like the most deep kind of vulnerability it's to me scary. is literally just like knowing oh and accepting your own self. And being okay with that. Yeah. Because you have to be so vulnerable to just be like, yeah, whatever, I'm a flawed human being. And people around me can recognize that and I can recognize that. Mm -hmm. But the nice thing about being vulnerable is that it also opens you up to like making deeper connections with people Mm -hmm. and having Mm -hmm. a deeper understanding for the world and the people around you. Because Yeah, because if you're able to be vulnerable with other people, then, I don't know, you're able to be understood. And you yeah, feeling like, understood is like so nice. No, seriously. I, I think people are so afraid of that. People yeah. are so afraid of being understood because a, mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't understand ourselves. And like, mm-hmm. do you ever? Are you ever? I had an interaction this week actually yeah. where I said something and then someone was like, "Your body language is very closed off. Are you okay yeah. right now?" And I'm like, "Don't read me like that. <laughs> yeah, do not read me. I am fine. I'm fine. I just said <laughs> something and you took it the wrong way and now you're trying to read me. And I'm just like, really it's oh, I, I just hate." being understood like that you know which is terrible but i also have like terrible fear of intimacy when i I don't like point it out i'll just like say something comforting Mm -hmm. like oh listen buddy i can redo like a book no he was like he was like you seem very closed off your body language is telling me that you're closed off and i was like i am not closed off now i'm frustrated (laughs) and now i'm going to be closed off don't try and understand me because i don't understand myself so it's hard for you to too you know and so i like i said you want to just open up Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, like I said, I have a terrible fear of intimacy uh-huh. that I'm trying to work through mm-hmm. every day of my life. Yeah, but dude. it's just so difficult because I just, like you said, it's the fear of being known. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. if I want people to know me because yeah. I don't know what they're going to see. Oh, you know, I exactly. can, you can't control that. Oh my God. Yeah. And it's terrifying. Like you want to be able to just control the entire image that you project. And right. Like, yeah. Cause that's our like society. Like your brand. You exactly. Know, like like social media mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's literally what we've grown up in is you have to be able to control your image and what people what see and stuff like that. But it's like, I don't know. It's so disingenuous. But it's all we know how to do. It's all I know how to do. Like, yeah. I certainly yeah. don't know how to be completely vulnerable mm-hmm. with everyone all the time. And I don't think I don't anyone think ever should be. It has to be, like, yeah. the healthy mindset. Like, I don't think it needs, you need to be vulnerable all the time. Yeah. But with that comes along, like, like you said, in our society, we're so um, caught up, like, being people pleasers. And I think right. that's where we're so afraid of having True. a failed relationship. Oh because, once again, not being in control, we're not going to know how that will affect mm-hmm. us in the future because you know every career we've talked i think we talked about this in the last episode too is like you're in the game of people and if people don't enjoy you then you're out of the game you know and that's scary for us and i think that's why it's so difficult to be vulnerable because you want to stay in the game as long as possible yeah and that's what makes it so hard especially like studying music Mm -hmm. i want to be able to share my work and i want to be able to share my Mm -hmm. art and like feel confident doing that and feel like I have the potential to actually like do this professionally 
but it's terrifying. It's so scary because like this type of art is literally just putting yourself out there in the most vulnerable way for the yep. entire world to see and judge and decide whether or not they like it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> so all it is. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, oh, will they judge me? Will they, like, be indifferent? It's like, no, they're either going to say, I like the song, I like the way you sang it, I hated the song, I hated the yeah. way you sang it. Mm-hmm. You know? And there's nothing you can do about it. It's mm-hmm. just like, that's your opinion, you know? Yeah. You just have to be, like, full of yourself. Exactly. In your art. Mm-hmm. And also, like, forcing creativity that's not from the soul and that's not, mm-hmm. like, your own, like, feelings and the way, like, you want to sing it. it. Or, like, make the art whatever it may be just doesn't work yeah just forcing that just doesn't work i mean i've tried before for like yeah. assignments and stuff and it just sucks yeah you know? it, like it um, feels disingenuous are there yeah. any do you have you found any ways that would be good in combating like the resistance to vulnerability because i think mm. like obviously you don't want to eliminate it but sometimes right. there's like you know like going on a date or whatever you want to be open and you want to show like oh this is who i am but sometimes you just can't bring yourself to do that have Mm -hmm. y'all like figured out any ways to be more open and vulnerable with people in general (laughs) or is that something Uh, is that a common struggle between all three of us i think it's just like getting to know yourself better and understanding Mm -hmm. that literally you can't achieve everything you want to have or like the relationships you want to have without that like understanding that that is necessary yeah. yeah. So like letting one fear overshadow the other, like the fear of not having that, like exactly right. what you want, letting that overshadow mm-hmm. the fear of yeah. like showing like, your insides. I think I for lack heard of this for a while ago, but it just like came up when I was thinking about this earlier is like security is only achieved through insecurity. Mm-hmm. Like you're not mm-hmm. able to come yeah. to a state of financial security if you don't put yourself in a position or like work really hard where maybe this isn't like the most secure spot you are like Mm -hmm. in college and whatever and like studying or like for relationships you have to go through that phase as well yeah so like there's no way to get around it really yeah the insecure that sucks to hear (laughs) it's so hard (laughs) it's so terrible it is and it's like you have to deal with it every single day like Mm -hmm. every day you're gonna have to face some decision that's gonna put you in a state of vulnerability yeah Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's like one of my biggest flaws that i'm always conscious of is Mm -hmm. like that struggle to to share with someone to be known Really, I, I think you said it the best. I'm gonna keep saying that until the day that I die. The fear of being known because it's yeah. just so it's so accurate. No, yeah, it's ugh. and it's like I know, I know, you know, because we're all aware of this. Yeah, and not for you, but like no, but but right. even for me specifically, like in high school and stuff like that, I definitely was the type of person who changed her personality around mm-hmm. other people. You know what oh, I mean? And then okay. even when I got to college at first, that's how I was just because, like, you want to make friends really fast. Yeah. You want to, like, yeah. click in with certain groups and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But yeah. it's just, it's different because, I don't know, I, I feel like I've become a lot more secure and confident person just because that last freshman year kind of put me through the ringer yeah, a little for bit. Sure. You know? Yeah, Like, it put all of us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, tell, us, tell us more about that journey for you. Mm, I'd okay. Love to hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Freshman year, <laughs> not to, you know, just get right into it, but I was, like, mm-hmm. the most depressed I've ever been in my life, mm-hmm. for sure, and um, just not having a good time overall. There were a lot of things happening in my life that were bad <laughs> in general. Like, I went through my first heartbreak, you know, mm-hmm. I um, was questioning every single day why I had chosen to stay in Flagstaff, because I was planning on moving to New York, but I just financially wasn't able to do it. Yep. 
Yeah, so there were just, it was a lot of, it was a year of big decisions and like big mm-hmm. problems that I kind of had to face head on because I had been avoiding them for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, again, out of all of that, like you, you face trouble and vulnerability like that and you come out kind of a stronger and better person on the other oh, end of it. Yeah. yeah, so it's fine. You know, like, That's I, the I, best I, part. It, truly, like I look back on it now and I'm like, you know what, whatever, I... I'm a better person now, and I like myself more now than I did before, right. mm-hmm. so it's okay. It was all yeah. worth it in the end, and I feel yeah. like I've made much stronger relationships because I went through that. Like, I met my best friend in the entire exactly. universe, and we were both going through it last yeah. year. Yeah. Like, we were both having a really bad time, so it was mm-hmm. just the universe kind of forced us together and, like, made us go through all this horrible shit, but we were there to help each other through it, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I don't remember. So that vulnerability, I, I, yeah. I mean, I think you're just kind of telling your story, but like no, that being, that vulnerability of like being able to like make that best friend and like go through this with someone, yeah, I, is that like what really yourself. helped you? Exactly. No, that's the thing is like Esther, my friend, my roommate, whatever, saw me. She's been on before. Oh, yeah. You know, the audience knows. Three? <laughs> episode three. Uh, Esther oh, Evans, yeah. my roommate, she was on here before. Um has seen me at my worst, most <laughs> definitely. Ooh, she's seen the mental breakdowns in their rawest form. And she's still stuck with me through all of that, and I've stuck with her through all of hers. So, yeah, I think it's nice just to realize that if someone sees that side of me and sees that, like, disgusting, <laughs> emotional <laughs> Emotional mess, gremlin. Yeah, <laughs> truly. And still decides, you know, whatever, I love you and you're my friend. Um, yeah, it, <sighs> security. It's powerful. It's powerful. Security. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, it's nice, I think, to have someone who sticks by your side through stuff like that. Like, it's definitely a confidence booster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and that's why it's, that is like kind of a lesson learned. Like, that's why it's so important to try and be vulnerable try mm-hmm. your hardest you know even mm-hmm. if you can't do it all the way like you you get that understanding like okay you know I'm not broken you mm-hmm. know these mm-hmm. people like will still accept me for who I am how I am now yeah, and if they don't then they're a waste of your time exactly yeah then they Period. weren't meant to be in your life done and done <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and that's the other thing is like if you feel comfortable sharing that kind of emotional side of yourself with people mm-hmm. like oftentimes you're gonna get the same vulnerability given back to you mm-hmm. and people are going to share that emotional exactly. side of themselves too just because you have to feel comfortable and open in that environment to like talk about things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. so I don't know it's nice I think having the confidence to be open like that with people because it makes you seem like easier to talk to and sure. stuff like that yeah and as long as you set the boundary of like okay I'm not going to like trauma bond with you right now or anything <laughs> right, like that yeah. like we're not going to just dump on each other but I'm going to be there for you and we're going to recognize that like I'm not the only person who feels this way mm-hmm. and I'm not the only person who like goes through things like this so it's nice like a little camaraderie yeah. moment going back to the idea mm-hmm. of individualistic society mm-hmm. um, like I think we get so caught up that we all live in our own world which we do we all yeah. see and we all understand right. and we all perceive things differently yeah. mm-hmm. but I think that idea of collectivism I think if we can shift a little bit more towards that like if it's a spectrum left is individualistic yeah. right is collectivism if we're able to shift like a little further right it's yeah. It's so much more beneficial for us it's as people. It's more empowering in a sense that yeah. you're able to like help others and like open up to them so that they can open up to you and feel that sense of safety and everything mm-hmm. in a relationship. Yeah. And I feel like it's funny because people like close friends will always say like 
TMI, but <laughs> and like, oh, sorry, I'm oversharing. But to me, it's just like, no, yeah. like, I'm there glad is you no, feel comfortable enough to do that. Yeah, there yeah. is like no such thing as oversharing, like, just whatever you feel the need to share. And I think the reason why oversharing is a phrase is because people right. are so uncomfortable with right. the idea of vulnerability that they exactly. don't want to hear other people be vulnerable because they're like, no, 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 yeah, exactly. And while it is important to have boundaries, because there are some right. things where you're like, I cannot hear this, I do not need this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's no reason yeah. for me to know this. Um, but still, like, I don't know, there's a fine line between the two, I Exactly. Think. And also, I think we're in a vulnerable age, if that makes oh, sense. Oh, for like, sure. Absolutely. I mean, we're just... No, that's so... <laughs> it's just, like, this time in our life, you know, yeah. like, meeting yeah. new people, dating, like, different stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It all yeah, being encompasses... Yeah, I have this um, teacher for ethics, actually, and he's... Yeah. He made this graph, and he was like, you're going to come out of this class, you're going to feel so dumb. Like, you're going to start up here, and the graph's going to dip below, and it's going to stay below until the very end, where you're going to come out a little bit higher, and at the end, you're going to get a little more racist, probably. And then you're like, oh, okay, well, and he's like, no, listen, like, as you get older, you become more closed off. You tend to be with yeah. people with the yeah. same mindset. That's as you. true. And so yeah, I think yeah. that's where it comes. Like when you said we're at a vulnerable age right now, we have to live it up while we can still do that. Because sooner or later, we're gonna get to the point in time when we're gonna surround ourselves with people that are so much alike, yeah. so much like us, mm-hmm. that we're not gonna. We don't need to be vulnerable because they will. We share so many of the same characteristics, yeah. you know. And yeah. so I think we have to live it up while we can because. The embrace the changes be... that we're going through and embrace mm-hmm. like the discomfort that we may feel. Yes, the sooner we can be comfortable with being uncomfortable, the sooner we can make positive change in our lives. Yes. yes. I sound like I just wrote like, just, like, a paper. So like that was my thesis. <laughs> yes. and, now, and now I submit it to BB Learn. No, I love that so much. Oh, perfect. It's true. There's like the graph with like age and everything and like religious beliefs, political beliefs, personality, you know, even things like how vulnerable you may feel, like, stagnate and level out on the graph by the time you're, like, 30 and, like, mm-hmm. older, you know? And then by that point, you're basically the same person. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you people say, oh, your 30s and 40s and your 50s all blend together because yeah. right. you're not changing. You don't change. That's why it's, right. like, Whereas we feel now like we've like lived so Every month, every yeah. year oh, feels literally. like Every day. Lifetime. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> every it's like, <laughs> it's like, no, we, yeah. we literally, like, we spent 13 years in, um, like, elementary through um, high school, you know, and that is the bulk of our lives right yeah. now. You know, I that know. is, we've changed so much, we've grown so much, and we're going to keep right. doing that until we hit that point that you talked about when, when everything will be like, oh, yeah, that was kind of, But the thing is, you don't have working. to, you can keep learning. That and is yeah, true. That is But it's just, like, a statistical thing. Yeah. Because most people don't think about it that way. Yeah, they no, don't yeah. put in the effort to continue learning mm-hmm. changing every single day because they're not in an environment that forces them to do that yeah. anymore yeah exactly they're not in an environment that f- that like requires them to be vulnerable yeah mm-hmm. yeah you know? exactly yeah because once you have a job once you have a set job mm-hmm. you're done you're good. you're good you're like you can yeah. talk to your coworkers. you can like them you can not like them you don't have yep. to build any more relationships if you're married really you got one yeah you're just fine you know <laughs> exactly. if you don't want more then you don't need more yeah. i guess I'm you know what? I think yeah. that's what's so scary about the prospect of being a professional artist mm-hmm. is because right. like that career by nature is going to force me to be vulnerable for the rest exactly. of my life. Just, <laughs> just think about how rewarding that could be. 
truly. Well, there will always be someone who dislikes what you put yeah. like on a page or Definitely. in a song or whatever. But there's always going to be at least one person that enjoys it mm-hmm. and is like, this is my favorite song. Yeah. Or this is my favorite it. art piece. This is, I found, I saw this on Twitter and I had to make it my phone background. Yeah. Or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, have you ever seen title of show? It's a musical. There's a song called, uh, I don't know what it's called actually, (laughs) but one of the lines is, I'd rather be nine people's favorite thing than a hundred people's ninth favorite thing, you know? Yeah. It's like when you think about that, like, even if there's one person out there that thinks your vulnerability is special and that resonates with them, it's it's worth worth it. it. You know, you could be making less than a cent a day, (laughs) but like, you'll never know the impact that you sharing your story and you being fully yourself will have on someone else. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think vulnerability is the most important. Like, out of all the reasons we discussed, I think the change that it can have on the other people that you mm-hmm. surround yourself with or even people that you Definitely. don't know, I think yeah. that's what makes it so re- vulnerability so rewarding. So I hope I can get better at it because I really, I really want to do good for people. Yeah, you know? yes. And just knowing that like unique, like you guys are uniquely yourselves, and like us as artists have something to share in the world that's not already there and like our perspective is different from what might already be out there. I watched a TED talk yesterday. It's called The Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. And I'm actually gonna request. I love Brene Brown. We're gonna talk after this. No, I don't, but someone told me about them yesterday. Oh, okay. She's like a researcher. She like oh tells stories. God. She's like very raw and like straightforward with it. So which now I, I have to, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um something she was talking about is like adults well, okay, I'm not gonna say adults. Everyone will like try to numb their emotions and like basically not accepting vulnerability is like not accepting like certain emotions and trying to numb yourself from like mm-hmm. fear and like not and like being judged and like sadness and all of the like grief all of those kind of negative emotions but the thing is she was saying that like you can't selectively numb mm-hmm. you can like you numb and then that numbs you to joy and it numbs you to happiness yeah. and then gratitude and like happy relationships so then like that overall that's what that's what i'm saying like vulnerability is necessary because mm-hmm. otherwise you will numb yourself mm-hmm. to like even the most exciting great experiences yeah. mm-hmm. and emotions so yeah, I feel like that's important to remember. Like, if you don't go through that, then you won't be able to like experience life in its fullest form. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, like, for sure. Like experience like all the good stuff as A well. Thousand percent. I'm not like religious anymore, but we used to be like taught in church like if you don't have trials and if you don't have like tribulations, you're not going to be able to experience happiness in its fullest either. And no, you're going to take yeah, that absolutely for not. Yeah. Like if you don't go through like hard times without having friends, then you're going to take all your friends for granted, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like that's like I think I so I talked about it in that group chat the mm-hmm. other or yesterday or whatever. But it's like mm-hmm. some people don't know how good they have it, like how oh privileged gosh, it's like because yeah. they haven't had those tribulations, you yeah. know, like. If you've never had to be homeless or whatever, yeah. you would like think twice about saying, "Yeah, my house is a dump" or whatever. We only have two bathrooms yeah. or whatever. You yeah. know, it's like you those tri- tribulations add so much value to your life. True, and so, exactly, and give you the perspective to understand like bigger groups of people and mm-hmm. more like empathy in mm-hmm. your life as well. For sure, yeah. <laughs> you gotta do the bad stuff to have the good stuff, but I just want to be happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I really, I don't know if this is like a tactic or a tip, but like something for our listeners, if you feel like 
you're going through a tough time and you are afraid to be vulnerable with people or with like your career for example mm -hmm. then like think back to like things that you thought were so hard and you thought you were so scared to do and like couldn't do and then think about how you got through that and like how you were just like such a badass you know what yes. i'm saying exactly yes and just like remember your worth and like the possibility for like what you could achieve mm -hmm. yes or even just reaffirming yourself like i'll yeah. i have to sit and say you're fine you're great you can do this you yeah. can make small talk right. you we don't have yeah. to worry about this like it's okay. Just oh just say whatever you're so you want. so funny about that. I know. I, totally I talk it. about it all the time because roommates, it's such a big thing for Because that's like, yeah, that's what I'm going through right now. It's like me, this episode is really good for me right now, but just like being vulnerable because I'll talk to them, but then it's like we're just talking about like the same thing, like the yeah. classes, like when I'm cooking right now, like we're in the <laughs> kitchen, like, oh, like we're in the bathroom together. Oh, look at my toothpaste. <laughs> it's literally like, oh, how was your day? Yeah. Like, you know, it's just like not the most enjoyable thing, but like I just want to get to know them better and like I want to feel understood and understand them better. Yeah. So I know that I have to go through that yeah. like annoying part. But, right. Like, yeah. I yeah. Know. It's like cringy at first. No, yeah. And I don't know. I just, I like always have to remind myself that if I feel as uncomfortable about talking Somebody to someone, else then they they're feeling too. just as uncomfortable about it as I am, which, yeah, yeah doesn't always make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to feel uncomfortable, but it's nice to know. You're not the only one. I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like what we've kind of bred ourselves to be with like, you know, being online all the time and like mm -hmm. texting is so easy and whatever and doesn't feel like so uncomfortable. Yeah. Then in person, if you texted at the, like, if you talked at the rate that you texted, it wouldn't feel the same. Yeah. Like it's, no. it's just different, you know, to get mm -hmm. used to sometimes. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're opening up to new people. Oh gosh, yeah. But yeah. I'm like, is this too much to say? Well, you don't even really know me, so I guess it is. <laughs> but. <laughs> too late. So. For a read right now, I'm reading a book. Uh-huh. Shocker. Yeah, I'm reading a book. It's called <laughs> The Four Agreements. And I'm... Oh, yay. Shut up. I love The Four Agreements. Have you read it? That is... Yes. Oh, okay, such yes. a good I'm book. I'm really obsessed with it. it. So I can't stop. I, like... Who did? My therapist. Oh, it's so... <laughs> this is awesome. Dr. Copey's favorite book, and that's why I have it. Because right, Eliza Snorlin yeah. gave it to me, and she was like, this is Dr. Copey's favorite book. Read it. But I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. And so now yeah. I'm finally ready for it. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so this... There's four agreements. The second agreement, I think, factors in a lot right now, um, which is don't take anything personal. I think that's the main struggle of mm -hmm. being vulnerable is right. we take everything personal. Um, but mm -hmm. like when we think about it, like we all come from different backgrounds. We all think of things yeah. in different ways. So it's never about you. Anything mm -hmm. that happens isn't about isn't about you. It's about them. And I know that's such a, that's like such a like third grade like. I'm speaking to your third grade class, like, because they, they're paying me or whatever, and you say, nothing's about you, and you, like, just roll it off your back yeah. or whatever, but it truly, like, when you sit down and think about it, yeah. it's never about you. Mm -hmm. It's always, like, if somebody says, oh, you're stupid, you know, or, like, oh, you have too much baggage for me, you know, that's oh, their that problem. Is their I, that is their that's issue. That's, like, a big pet peeve of mine. Mine, too. When, like, people tell me, like, well, I'm just, like, I just need like emotionally stable friends and I'm like and what am I like yeah right. you know what I'm saying like you can have your ups and downs but that doesn't make you a bad person no, no it absolutely not and I I do understand like sometimes yeah. people will be like this is a lot for me and I can't handle this right now because yeah. I have my own things around yes yeah. I understand but you I have understand to be able too. to phrase it better and say I 
love you, I respect what you're going through, right. or whatever, but, you know, and I think a lot of times, like, that's, I'm, I'm guilty of doing that, oh, yeah. honestly, because sometimes, yeah. like, I'm just not, I, I can't handle it, yeah. you know, but that, I know that it's always about me, it's never about, like, this person mm -hmm. is doing this, and that is their problem, oh, and absolutely. I don't need, it's always, like, I have things going on right now, yeah. so I think with being vulnerable, uh, the main key, yeah, yeah is just don't take anything personal, like, anything that they have to say, against what how you feel or how you are yeah. then that is their problem mm -hmm. you know there's nothing that you can do mm -hmm. to personally change that and so then yeah, th that's not someone scope of control exactly. yeah that's not yeah. someone that you want to yeah. have around yeah. you you know and so being yeah. vulnerable really helps you unlock like the true people that you want to interact with and have be with you yeah you know throughout throughout your journey so yeah. anyways so that was my really long-winded <laughs> um but yeah i love this book the Four Agreements. We're all reading, reading it, or have read it, or are going to yeah. read it. Um, it's called. It's by Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, it's great. It's really, really great. I like cried within the first oh twenty gosh. pages because I was like, this resonates with me so much. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, okay, watch. Yeah. Okay, so this is the TED Talk that I watched yesterday. But yeah, it's by Brene Brown, and it's called The Power of Vulnerability. It's like 15 minutes, it's not long, and it's super good. She just like opens up about different stories of like how she discovered vulnerability. She like researched it for like 10 years and did like case study like mm -hmm. interviews and stuff. So she has like a really interesting take on it, um, and I think it's just like something really good to hear and will be supplemental to this podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mine just doesn't necessarily apply. Like, That's okay. No, it doesn't. They usually don't. They usually But it does. It does in the sense that it's vulnerable. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, an artist that I really like, mm -hmm. Mac Miller, um, oh. passed away. Yeah. Um, he actually just his family just released an album that he had been working on, like right before he passed away. Um, wow. And I haven't listened to it yet because I'm scared. I know I'm gonna cry. Me too. Uh, but I think that's what I'm going to recommend everyone listens to this week, just because, like, that's literally art at its most vulnerable place. Like, Truly. the fact that yeah. he was working on that, and it's probably, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine the emotion that he put into it, mm -hmm. especially at the place that he was in his life, and then the mm -hmm. vulnerability that his family had to go through, putting mm -hmm. it out. So, yeah. That's you said it didn't tie in. <laughs> it ties in. No, that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to listen to it. I just... I like I, you have to be in the right headspace because exactly. I know it's gonna be a lot. Yeah, for exactly. Sure. Yeah, for them to go through that too, to oh like listen gosh. to it and go through the process. Right. Yeah. Just I don't know. Just like all, all the yeah. memories yeah. coming up. I don't oh, know. Goodness. I could never do it. No, for absolutely anyone. not. That'd be really, really hard. Really, really powerful of them to do that. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank talking you. Talking with us. This really is awesome. awesome. Yes. Oh, I. This was a really good topic and open yeah. mind. I like to hear other people's perspective yeah. and I think you have a really great outlook on it. Exactly. And your personal you vulnerability really journey like you're you're on your way. Thank you. Know? you. So I'm I hope, doing my best. I hope that I can get <laughs> to where you're at and keep doing my where do these strings keep coming? Oh my god. Um, anyways, that was not But yeah, we're so grateful for your presence and for coming on. Yeah. Um, Check us out on Twitter <laughs> at Fresh Late Pod. And we'll see you later. We'll update yeah. You later. Okay. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week.